Welcome to the first Kingdom Sports Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in to our first episode. Uh, first, I want to start off by getting into what this first episode is going to have today. So first, we're going to get into the sports teams that Mang and I like. And I'm going to tell you all a little bit about why I'm going to talk about that in the first place, in the first segment. The second segment, we have our picks for the NFL Christmas Day games and um, sports betting picks for the upcoming week in football. Not just Christmas Day, but the Sunday night and Monday night games as well. Um, And then our final segment is going to be, McLean included, all of us going through our picks for the Christmas Day games on NBA and in in the NBA so thank you all so much again for tuning in and uh, here we go Welcome to our first segment. So the reason that we are going to talk about the teams that we like in the first place in pro sports is because the guy that we listen to, Bill Simmons, when he talks about those teams or takes in sports around those teams, we can understand where he's coming from better knowing that, for instance, he loves the Celtics. He has a lot of picks that wouldn't really make sense or we realize that he really gets excited when we start talking about Boston. We understand his biases because we know what teams he, he like favors. Yeah, so we want to give y'all um, an inside look at what our teams are. So, Manning, you can start. <clears throat> so, for football, we're obviously from South Carolina, so we're Panthers fans. It's like our true, like it's the Carolina the Panthers. The only team that represents like our us like, yeah, like in Columbia right. and Clemson like it's the only team that officially represents us and so for that, so for professional baseball we're both Braves fans we've been Braves fans like the past four years it wasn't just since we won the, yeah. the whole thing so I was a Cubs was fan sweet. in high school and ever since I went to Clemson I've been going to games since sophomore year freshman year and so it's been like the past three or four years for me being a Braves fan but it was we were both in Truist Park in Atlanta, watching it on the big screen when they won the World Series, which was a cool sports yeah, moment. Atlanta was just going nuts. It, it was awesome. Um, but next, NBA, my favorite team is the Chicago Bulls. The reason they're my favorite team is because I really love the city. We've traveled there. It was really awesome. I just enjoy the vibes of the Chicago Bulls. McLean, the third member of our podcast, loves is also a huge Panthers and Braves fan. And... Um, Whenever he comes on and we start talking about the NBA in our third segment, he will tell y'all his favorite NBA team as well. Um, so we wanted to get into some of our favorite sports moments that we've been a part of ourselves. Um, the obvious one is we were in Tampa in 2016 when Clemson beat Alabama on that last second play, and it was actually in the corner of the end zone that we were at. And just, yeah, that was definitely the coolest in-person sports experience we've ever it had. It was like, just, you can't script like winning a championship, the first one too, because like we won in 2018, but 16 was the first one. We had Deshaun, Mike Williams. Growing up, Clemson fans were pretty mediocre until like 
Yeah, we were mediocre. Before and then. The little brother would beat us, a, like, a good bit, like, yeah. five years, five in, a years in a row. So, so, yeah, that was definitely special. That was sick. And it was in the corner of the end zone where we had our seats. Right. <clears throat> Mom was crying, and she's she, a cock fan. She, yeah, she's a game cock, and it was, it was just special. And it was freezing, though. Yeah, it was very cold. Because remember, we went to the Flo Rida concert. Oh, and we had to leave the Flo Rida concert because it was we, it was miserable. It was, it was freezing. That cold. And McLean, yeah, McLean was going crazy because all I remember is him like with his beanie on. Yeah, the beanie. Buddy also had the hoodie. Yeah, yeah, that it was, was a, it was a look for sure. <clears throat> um, and then obviously we were in Truist when the Braves won. Um, McLean couldn't be there, but it was still really special. Uh. They were going crazy, and the coolest part really was when they won, everyone went crazy, but to see the city, like, when we were driving back to Clemson yeah, after... Yeah, people on top of cars, and... Yeah, there yeah. were this lady on top of a car, like, blaring music and dancing on top of her car, and there's a huge dent in her car now, but... Yeah, it was super cool. It was crazy. Um, some other cool moments, I'd say, for me, when I was a freshman at Clemson, when Clemson plays in the national championship or just for this past year, the Georgia game, what we do is we put two big projectors downtown and just everyone, crowds of people come to downtown, stand in the street and watch the game together. And you can just go into the bars and get drinks. And I was a freshman, so I couldn't do that. But it was still awesome when we destroyed Alabama 44-16 to in 2018 with Trevor. That was pretty unforgettable as well. Right. Um. I think we've been to a couple NBA games. Um, another something weird is we went to the Chicago Cubs game the year that they won in 2016. We went right. to a game in Chicago. They True. happened to win the championship. And then Rebecca and I and Mom and Dad went to a Braves game this year, and then they won the championship. So if you want us to go to a game, your favorite team's going to win. You're right. If we go to a game, which is kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's all for this segment. Um, and we'll be back with segment number two. All right, welcome back to segment number two. So this segment, as I said before, we are going to talk about the two Christmas Day games. We got a uh, game in Lambeau at 4.30, uh, pack, or Browns Packers, and then we got a game at 8.15 in Glendale. The Cards versus the Colts. So we're going to start with the game in Lambeau. Obviously, we know it's going to be cold as Very hell cold. in there. Probably windy. Maybe windy. I could, I mean, how awesome would that be if we get a snow game on Christmas Day for the afternoon game that would be in sick. Lambeau? That would be classic against the Browns. <clears throat> so my thinking and logic for this game is it comes from the weather so what i'm thinking is yes the browns can run the ball very well which works for cold weather's games but the packers are third in the league in time of possession which is very good for cold weather games because you can hold the ball and you don't give them a chance to run down the clock and then kick field goals. Like, what I'm thinking is going to be a low-scoring game. Like that Buffalo Patriots game? Exactly. 
and the Pats held the ball for the whole time, which is why they won. Well, they also threw only three three passes the whole game. So. Yeah, but that's not the reason they won. Like, yeah, because they could they couldn't stop the run. Not at so, all. So, and then for me, the Browns are really one dimensional. Um, and each of these teams is gonna have like a third and eight, third and seven. I don't trust Baker. Like he's he sucks. Yeah, he stinks. For sure. He and I don't trust him to get third and longs. I can trust them to get third and threes because they just turn around and give it to Chubb and right. get three yards. But I trust Rodgers to pick up those third and eights when you're trying to keep these drives alive, which is part of the reason why they're third in the league in time possession because they can hand it off to AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones. Great running back duo. And you have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams to get big long plays. Right. Um I mean Rodgers and Adams, I expect to have a big game because I both of them just show up on, for big games. This is a big game. E- it's either going to be Aaron Jones has like a four-touchdown game like he had two years ago, or Rodgers are going to have four touchdowns, and two of them will be Devontae, and he'll have 13 targets for 10 catches, something like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> so back to those running backs. I think that... Right now, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are a better running back duo than Chubb and Hunt because Hunt's been injured a lot. Yeah, he's been banged up pretty much all season. And the Packers get bigger holes because they're balanced. Yeah. For the Browns, you can put eight in the box and just run commit. Right. You can't do that with Aaron Rodgers under center, you know? Like, yeah, and Baker's been literally injured all season long. So, I mean, he had a torn labrum early in the season. Then he had a knee strain. Then last couple weeks ago, I guess, he had a concussion. Yeah. I mean, they fared well against—actually terribly against teams like like the Packers. Yeah. They ended up beating the Chargers, who are a team that I think are pretty similar. No, they they lost. No, they—okay, they, okay, but yeah, 45, they lost. 45-42. Yeah, but—yeah, so they lost, but they—the um, Packers have such a better defense than the Chargers. Yeah. It was so I don't think they're going to be able to put yeah. up 40 against them. Yeah, they won't. But it's similar because it's another high-powered offense who basically can throw for 400 yards a game, a running back who can catch out of the backfield like Aaron Jones. Yeah. So it's just the, the difference between the Chargers and the Packers is the Packers actually have a pretty good defense. Exactly, yeah. The deep, the Packers' D is good. They are uh, very – I think they're top 10, top 5 in the league for interceptions. Um, so their secondary is very good. And – Baker, I mean, if you, if any of y'all want to bet on Baker to throw a pick, odds are probably not good, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, I think he's going to have a pick. pick, maybe two. Cold weather game. I don't trust <laughs> the unhealthy Baker. Do you think it's time for them to put in Case? Case? Yeah, I, it might be. Case, Baker needs to go. There, I if I'm them, I'm not resigning him. Well, the money that he's going to be looking for is just dumb. not worth it. Yeah. yeah, like some stupid team like the Panthers. <laughs> we don't want him. End up, we, we might end up signing him because we're stupid. We he, don't want him. We we might end up signing someone like Garner Minshew though. I would like Garner. I think Me he's too. good. I think he's good too. I mean, he's better than what we got now. <laughs> we have the worst quarterback room in the whole NFL. But back to what you were saying about uh, the comparison between the Chargers. Let's get into that. So this was a high-scoring game where Chubb had 161 yards. And I think, a t- yeah, and one touchdown. Um, so why we compared them is 
one, we're not looking at the defense. The reason we think that the Packers will win is because of their defense as well. But what they, what the pack, the Browns have had trouble stopping this year would be a dynamic quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, like Justin Herbert, who has incredible yeah. arm talent. I mean, Justin Herbert threw for 398 yards that game. And can, yeah, and can run out of the pocket. They both are good, like... Semi-mobile quarterbacks. Se- yeah. There's a difference. There's like three things. You're either extremely mobile, like Kyler Murray, or you're either more, semi-mobile, yeah. like Aaron Rodgers, or Justin Herbert, or you're immobile, like Tom Brady. Yeah. And he's right in there in that medium. Yeah, both of them, both... Herbo and I'd say Justin's more mobile than Rogers. He's just younger though. Yeah, he's younger and quicker for now, but um, naturally talented quarterbacks with great arms, and you've got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the Chargers, two great receivers, and then right. Devontae Adams who makes up for both of them because he's the best receiver in the league, and you've also got similar running back. Yeah, Eckler. Eckler. Yeah, Eckler can catch at the backfield. Jones can catch at the backfield. They've got. Both have change of pace guys. A.J. Dillon is much better than Joshua Kelly, who's the Chargers change of pace back. So, we, I mean, we just think that... The only the thing that's different about the Chargers and the Packers is the defense is exactly. so much better for the Packers. So, And if the Browns struggled against the, the Chargers, yeah, I don't know if this is going to be close. I don't think so either. The line right now is... Let's look at the line. The line right now is, I believe, four and a half. It's four. That and the over under is forty six, so right now I'm hammering Packers. Even if, if it gets to seven, I'm hammering the Packers. Yeah, I don't know if it'll get to seven though, depending on how the next couple of weeks go. Cause yeah, I mean who who do the the pack? All right, so Browns play Raiders. So we're let's preface this: we are filming this um, on Thursday, December sixteenth. So this is a whole week before. This next these this next week. So right now, we're about to watch week fifteen, where the Chief Chargers play Chiefs. We got Browns versus Raiders, and the Pack play packs. The Packers play uh, the Ravens. So the reason, but the reason that we're filming this right now is because we really want to have this edited and really polished for y'all because this is our first one, and we want to make sure that we've got it out in time. So we're filming it about probably a week in advance so i mean if rogers gets hurt this week then if adams gets hurt this week right then, so if there's a like a crazy god forbid but an accident basically yeah the lines injury. will probably change and, and we could mess up there but i don't think that'll happen odds are there'll be a point within a point of what they are now i mean what okay so let's think about this say bakers get in, gets injured this week against the raiders this week for us because we're filming this a week early do, do we do we like the Browns more than we would? We might like the Browns a little bit more with if he gets injured Keenum, this week. Though. God forbid! Like I don't want anyone to get hurt. But if Case plays, it's more it's a it's more of a dynamic team with with him. I mean, not that much more, but it's but still sucks. more. Yeah, still more dynamic. And then I don't know if Hunt's gonna play this week. So I mean, hopefully it's a good game because if he can get healthy this next week, then and can play against the Packers, and that's good. Um. <clears throat> yeah, so we both got the pack for this for this game. Yeah, we definitely both got the Packers. Regardless of the lineup, I'm probably gonna I would bet on the Packers too, though. Yeah, it's not gonna change that much. Would you say that like if you were picking an afternoon game for 
Christmas. Is there anywhere else you would rather it be played than Lambo? No. Like that's classic. That's yeah, that's where you'd want it to be. I would say Lambo, Heinz Field would be pretty cool. Like I'd say that for the night Christmas game, the Steelers, the Bears Stadium though maybe. Ooh, Soldier Field at night. I take that back. Chicago, so Chicago or Lambo, I would say would be the best Christmas Day vibes kind of game. Yeah, maybe even Minnesota. Just a really but cold that's weather. In, but that's inside. They don't True. have. They got a. Yeah, big it's got to be open. Ship. Yeah. Um. So we're going just out to the desert, which is the opposite of Christmas vibes for this next game. Uh, 8-15 in Glendale <clears throat> on the NFL Network. So, this is, record-wise, this looks like a no-brainer. But right. it's just not. It's not a no-brainer. <clears throat> so. Well, at the time of this filming, it's definitely going to look like a no-brainer. But it's not. Because right now, the Colts are, what, 7-6 and six at this moment? See, yeah. But then the Chargers, I mean the Cardinals are 10 and 3. So again, we're filming this on December 16th on a Thursday and the Colts play the uh the Patriots on Saturday. If the if the Colts beat the Pats, then look out Cardinals. I'm saying look out Cardinals. I'm saying look out Cardinals regardless, no yeah. But and then the Cards the Cards have a bye week. They play um, the Lions. So they'll be able to maybe get going, get their offense, try a couple things against them. You know, yeah. just get a not have Kyler play the third, fourth quarter kind of deal. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> so the Cardinals allow 111 rush yards per game, which is going to be a problem. A real problem against the best running back in the league with Jonathan Taylor. And I would say they have the best offensive line in football. You, you, Quentin Nelson is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they also basically allow 200 passing yards. Their their rushing defense is 16th in the league, which is like like right in the middle. So, I mean, there's 32 teams. Their definition of meh. Like, they're just yeah average. They're and passing, that's not gonna, I don't know if that's going to cut it. Their pass defense is meh. Yeah. yeah. And, like... Carson Wentz has had these games this year. He beat me in fantasy. Like, what? He just has these games here where he throws for, like, four touchdowns and yeah. two, 12, 230 yards. Like, he, he's been playing well and gets Especially for Carson 45 Wentz. yards on the ground. Yeah, he's been, like, he's it, it goes game to game, but he's not been Carson Wentz of old. Like, he's been... He's been better this year. Yeah, he's been very good. Um... The Colts are fourth in the league in interceptions with 15. Um, and so they're kind of similar on defense. Other than the, the picks, the turnovers, they, the Colts kind of edge them out. But other than that, they're pretty yeah. similar in terms of stats. Yeah, stat-wise, like defending the pass and defending the run, both are pretty similar. Right. Um, but the Colts get more turnovers. So... I'm not ready to make a pick yet, so let's let's talk a little a little bit more about it. So well, at, so right now James Conner's just an animal. He's he gets a touchdown a game. He's he's brought my championship team to the. I mean, God forbid I lose after this week. There's no way you lose to Daniel. But he's carrying my. But team. I lost to Daniel, so he's carrying my team. <laughs> but J- Jonathan Taylor doubles his rushing yards this season. But they're first and second for touchdowns per game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a cool. That's a cool stat about this game. Yeah. Uh, 
JT has 16 touchdowns on the year, which will probably change. Well, James Connors will change, too. Yeah, both will be changed, but they're far ahead of everybody else, I believe. Yeah, they're one and two for touchdowns per game, but it's like, those those are the guys. Yeah, Joe Mixon's at thir- in third with 12, so unless he has two touchdowns or three touchdowns, then he will overtake James at two, but I bet James has two touchdowns. And this They play the Lions. Like, he's yeah. getting two touchdowns. Yeah, he'll, he'll score again. And JT will... JT's going to have a hard time against, against the Pats. Very hard time, like, actually. That'll. I'm interested to watch that game. That'll be a good game. The right. line right now for that game is... Well, this is the get By the time y'all listen to this, you'll know who won, so... But the line is two and a half. Yeah, Colts are second in the league for rushing, so, like, they're just yeah. going to run all over you. They are. So... But then you got James Conner. But James Conner's more of like a goal-like. That well, they really Tyler don't. gets him the goal line, and then they just hand it off to James. Yeah, well, he'll have like two touchdowns and 40 yards. It's not like he's doing what Jonathan Taylor is, where he's got three touchdowns, 150 yards on yeah. 15 carries. Yeah. Um. So the Colts are, yeah, you said they're second rushing in the league, 24th passing. But that's a deceptive stat because when you're second in the league in rushing— You're going to be 24th in passing. Yeah. Like, it's just— how that would work with their system. Yeah. When you have Quentin Nelson blocking for Jonathan Taylor, yeah, you're I mean, not going to throw the ball much. Yeah. And they are ninth in points per game. What are the what are the Cardinals? Fourth in points per game? Yeah, fourth in points per but game. But the, the difference between the two is two, is points, two points per less game. Less than so two points. Like, it's not that big of a difference. Yeah. They're around the same for that. And then Cards are 10th in passing and 12th in rushing, so pretty balanced, I would say. That's what you get when you have Kyler, because he'll rush and scramble. He's just dynamic like that. Yeah. Um, so, what are, I mean, what are, we, what are we thinking? I am on the fence of picking the Cardinals just because I like Kyler, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with the Colts. And that's an upset pick. That is an upset pick. But I'm going to roll with the Colts. Okay. Um, I just think... I just think Kyler's too good. I, I, it comes down to me. I trust Kyler more than I trust Carson. Yeah, but it's really not about trusting Carson. It's more like, do you trust Jonathan Taylor? I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with the cards. All right. Well, we split on that. So yeah. So we got pack. Both of us are pack hard, and we are both grain of salt. Colts. Yeah. And cards. Uh, yeah. Like on the fence of that game, but I, I'm gonna go with Colts. Yeah, and we'll I'll see. go I'll go cards. All um right. so next segment we'll be back with our sports betting picks. Alright, so we're back and we have the week sixteen lines. So again I'm prefacing this, we are filming this on December sixteenth. It's a Thursday. The lines so may change. The lines may change. Although, they won't change that much, barring an injury to one of the star players. So, we're going into this cold turkey. We're on DraftKings. We're looking at the DraftKings lines for Week 16. And we're just going to talk it out and make two picks each. Um, Manning just said... Let's bet on the Falcons. Dude, I'm, I'm, a, I'm against the Lions all day. All day. Every day. The Lions suck. It's only minus six against the Lions. I feel like 
every time we bet on the, on the Falcons, they screw us. Yeah, but it's the Lions. Maybe we know. stay away from that. Maybe it's a trap line. That's a trap. That's a rat line. All right, well. That's a, in Landon's words, that's a rat line. Okay. I'm also looking at Ravens plus two and a half against the Bengals. I'm looking at the opposite of that. Minus two and a half? I'm take, I would take Bengals. I trust the Bengals more because they're more balanced. Like, Joe Mixon is, what we talked about earlier, 12, thir- had 12 touchdowns, they're in the league. Joe Burrow's been healthy and, and good this year, too. Yeah, but his hand is screwed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe. But Lamar. Lamar might not play. True. Lamar has an ankle problem. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. And Joe's going to play, like, regardless. Unless right. he... Again, unless he gets hurt this upcoming week. Um, the I'm poop looking... bowl. The poop bowl. Jaguars versus Jets. Should we bet on the poop bowl? The poop bowl? It's literally the Jaguars and the Jets. Oh. The poop fecta bowl. In the words of Bill. We're betting on that. And we're betting Jags. They'll have a new interim coach by then. They already got one, yeah. Who is it now? Uh, I think their offensive coordinator. Interesting. Rams, right. Vikings. Rams. That's that's a free. That doesn't count, but we're taking Jags plus one over the Jets. The worst the, game in the poop bowl ever. All the right. Dookie Bowl. Um. All right. So what I like right now is what I talked about earlier. The line right now for DraftKings. It's different everywhere. For DraftKings, it's Pack favored by six and a half. I'm taking that before it gets to seven. Yeah, because this is just going to be, yeah. Yeah, six and a half pack. I'm taking six and a half pack. You like that? Yeah, I like that. All right, that's one pick. Three more. Let's look over here at the Patriots-Bills rematch. I'm taking Bills. Plus two, I'm taking those points. I'm taking those points, too. It'll Fox, be a low-scoring game, most likely. Well, it depends on the weather and Fox, I think bro. the main reason they, they the Patriots won this last game was because the throw was basically eliminated with how windy it was. Yeah, Like, exactly. Josh Allen was kind of just hindered the whole game because he couldn't do his he couldn't be Josh Allen they literally could only throw so like first quarter the Bills were against the wind so they could throw right third quarter they were against the wind so they could throw I remember the announcers were talking like oh they're gonna try like two minutes left in the third oh they're gonna try and push the ball down the field with some passes before it turns to the fourth quarter where they're going with the wind again right so it was just they were kind of on a ticking time bomb of when they would maybe switch sides maybe they were with the wind so they were either way though one of the two but what I would, what I would argue is Josh Allen has the strongest arm in the league. Yeah, he's got a rocket. Why would you not throw the ball? Like he can pierce that wind. That's yeah. Fine. But that was like insane, like thirty plus, dude. Yeah, yeah that was nuts. I, I'm low key pissed because they were kicking like eighty yarders before the game and getting there. Yeah. They weren't like making them, but they were getting them there. And then they were like missing. Like I, I wanted Bill to try and. Trot Nick Folk out there and try a seventy yarder for the record. That would have been they yeah. could do it. That'd have been sick. It would have hit the back of the net too. Um so Lock of the Year is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Panthers by eleven. Alright, so pick two is Buff Buffalo plus two in Foxborough. Um so you We suck. I know. Whoa. Yeah, we do suck. Another game. <clears throat> okay, we can take Tampa Bay. Yeah, I like that. Tampa Bay minus 11. 
Yeah, I like that. That's pick three. We got one more pick. DraftKings, hook us up. All right, so what I'm looking at right now is... Mm, if I'm you, I'm taking Indiana, just like we talked about, because you picked the Colts, plus four. That's a lot of points for a money line pick. You know? Yeah, it is. If I'm you, I'm taking that. And for me... Mm, I'm taking... In Dallas. I'm take no, I'm taking Saints minus three and a half on okay. Monday night against like Miami. Because now Kamara's back and I like them a lot more. Dolphins are kinda meh, so they're on a crazy win streak, but like yeah. I think it stops. I'm betting on the stop. So I'm taking I'm taking Saints and minus three for my last pick. Okay. You like that? Yep. All right, so let's run it back. Let's run it back. So DraftKings, odds, a week in advance, so don't forget that. <clears throat> We're taking Green Bay minus 6.5 against Cleveland on Christmas Day. We are taking Buffalo plus 2 at 1 p.m. against New England in Foxborough. The Poop Bowl. <laughs> We're taking Jacksonville Plus one in MetLife Stadium in New York at 1 o'clock. And then our final pick is Saints minus three and a half. Minus three, actually. Minus three. You can take three and a half and get even odds. So I might just do that. And against Miami in the Superdome. All right. I like those. Yep, those are our picks. Uh, we don't advise gambling, so don't hold us responsible if you lose. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with our last segment, Christmas Day Basketball. Let's go. All right, welcome back to the segment where we talk about NBA basketball. <clears throat> First, I want to welcome our third member of the podcast, McLean. What's going on, everybody? Um, so, like I said, he said he would tell y'all his favorite team. His favorite team is the Celtics, and they've got a Christmas Day game against the Bucks. So, first off, Christmas Day basketball vibes unbeatable. It's you can't beat it. Christmas Day is the best. Like out of out of all the holidays. Okay, let's have this argument. As we rank in holidays real quick? No, we can. I'm saying Thanksgiving football or Christmas Day basketball. Does not compare. Well, thanks. No. No, Thanksgiving football is pretty legendary, though. You just watch the Cowboys win every How time. about this? Think about this, though. They lost last this year. Okay, yeah, How about this? You, you're at the, the dinner table with your family with the iPhone in your lap. Just kind of peeking fantasy. at the score, looking at the fantasy, sneaking a couple peeks at the plays. It's kind of vibey. Uh, as a basketball fan, of course, I'm gonna say basketball. You got to give credit to Thanksgiving football, though. Yeah. It's fu- oh, it's football. Like you ever, I'd watch any football game, but like waking up in the morning, like I, I oh think, my god, you know the Knicks are gonna play the Jazz. Like, is Donovan gonna drop forty on Julius Randle? Like, I think the the, the thing that carries it is the excitement around Christmas, Christmas in general. Carries yeah. 
Uh, that's why I would say basketball over football. I agree. Just because of. Yeah, the, I definitely agree. Say they were holiday. switched. Say they were switched. Christmas Day football or Thanksgiving basketball? I, I'd probably. I'd probably say Christmas, Christmas football. Again, I think, it's just, I think yes. Christmas, just the whole vibe of that, just happy times with the families, just like, it's yeah. too fun. So this first game that we got at 12 on ESPN, Hawks, Knicks. So for me, growing up, I always think of like us coming downstairs, opening presents. And then kind of like it starts chilling down, and by that time we cut the game on, and we just sit on the couch like in all of our presents, yeah. and it's always the Knicks are on, yeah, always, which is like it's the best vibes, like at MSG too, yeah, That's it's always the in purest. it's always in New York because I mean they want to make money, and why would you not have it at the best arena and the like one of the best cities to go to in Christmas, right? Like during Christmas time, so let's talk about the game though. So let's talk about the line first. What is the line? Knicks by one and a half. Let's go. McLean, that's a rat line. That I'm, makes me sketched about what my pick is. I'm all for I'm York. definitely still very solid in my pick. Okay, again, we are filming this. So we took a day break in the filming, a recording, whatever you want to call it. And now we are filming it on Friday, December 17th. So we're still a week out from these games, eight days out from these games. Um, we don't know what the COVID situation is going to be like, if these games are even going to be played, or who's going to be playing. So barring one of these stars doesn't play, take all these picks with a grain of salt. Right, so there's, what, 7% of the league is in COVID quarantine right now? So yeah. And teams at a time, like the Chicago Bulls, have basically a whole squad just not being able to go to anything. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe this game won't even happen. Who knows? I bet they will, though. NBA wants their money. This will happen. Yeah. The NFL is not going to stop either because, like, it's at the end of the season. Like, you can't reschedule these games. Like, the playoffs are coming, and they're not going to, like, reschedule you can't the playoffs. Push back. Oh, I guess if you would have to halt it as a whole and just push back everything. If yeah, you're but do that. you can't push back the Super Bowl. There's been so much planning and, like, infrastructure built around that, especially in L.A. at that new stadium. Like, you yeah. just can't do that. I just don't think that they would wait a week per game. Like, if you if you have to, you know, maybe wait five days. Maybe you, you play on Sunday, then you play on Wednesday or Thursday. That's how you get people hurt, though. Yeah, well, they're not going to, I mean... Yeah. I think they're just going to play sick, you know? Like, what do you... No these, way they'd let that happen. These guys, like, I don't know. That, that would be... That the legal not, not play, Not play sick. I'm saying, like, play with their players sick and play without them. Yeah. All right. Back to the basketball. So, the line is Nick's favorite by one and a half. Let's talk about this. Both of these teams... I've regressed. I have big time regressed. But Hawks are fourth in points scored per game in the league, which is very surprising because their record is terrible. They've they are two and two and three in their last five. They have a loss to Houston, which is pathetic. Sorry, McLean. Hey now. Um barely beat the Hornets without LaMelo. That's pretty sad. And only beat the five-win Orlando Magic by twelve points. I mean, twelve is it? Twelve is a twelve is a good enough mark. I don't know. 
Who knows? I mean, I'm not going to beat him by 73. It's just not. All right. All right. You know. Thunder. Okay. So, okay. Let's talk about the Hawks' stats right now. Like, these, their stats are great. Ninth in field goal percentage. Fifth in free throw percentage. Second in three-point percentage. I mean, Trey's averaging, what, 27 and 10? Seven in total rebounds. Second in turnovers per game with 11, which is good. Third, they're in top five, top ten in like almost every stat. What is their What is their defensive stats? Block shots are twenty second. That's where you get it from. And you want to know why? Because Clint. Because Clint has had an all around worse year from last year. Yum. Scoring down, blocks down, steals maybe up, rebounding down. He just he's not playing like he like he usually does, and. You know, that might be a, an issue moving forward into the playoffs. But, uh, they, you know, obviously the entire Hawks team defensively is just not that good. Yeah. But yeah. Clint, I think, is the, the piece that you need for defense for that team. Well, also, you look at, like, a star player who doesn't defend, like, like Trey. Trey. Like, James it's, he, he, he James tried, Harden. like... Like, Trey, and I remember in the playoffs, like, he at least gave effort. Like, he would get a little tip out, tip pass every once in a while. He'd get cookies every once in a while. Like, it's not that he's incapable of playing a little, at least a little bit of defense. He's very undersized and can be bodied by bigger guards. But when you have a star player like that that doesn't play defense... Well, then the rest of the team looks at them, right. looks at him, and, be, and is like, "Okay, well, why does he only get chunk threes from forty feet and not play defense? Like, why can't I do that?" And then this just becomes a domino effect. And then Lou Will's like, "Well, that's kind of my thing. I'm kind of the, the <laughs> shot guy with no defense." Yeah, I think I think you're right. Capella is because like Capella's their problem because like when we went to watch Steph Curry play in Atlanta last year for my birthday present. He went off like a great game defensively we, and offensively. He lost me like forty dollars though. Yeah, yeah, he cost us money. None of us, we all very much dislike the Atlanta Hawks for other reasons. Like, I don't like Trey Young. I don't either. I just don't like the vibes of the Atlanta Hawks in general, and I really don't like Clint Capella because he was playing so good last year and lost me a lot of money. And that's where it stemmed, and then they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I was saying the whole time, "Oh, they're gonna lose. Just wait, just wait. Like they're they're not beating the Knicks. Oh, then they they won't be the they won't beat the Sixers. Oh, and then they won't take the. It'll be a sweep, and then they ended up almost beating the Six Bucks. Six games. Yeah, that's that's the long. Giannis, Giannis was coming back from an injury though. Could've yeah, been, you know. But I, what what surprises me is, like, you know, Trey Young and John Collins are maybe the best pick and roll duo. In the league, like, but have you seen the stat where it's if you look at the top five pick and roll scores, it's number one with Trey Young and John Collins, and then number three is Trey think, Young and Clint Capella. Oh wow! But, you know, either way, like, if they can like you know give so much effort, get that working on offense. Why can't they do it on defense? Yeah, yeah like what what is what is the issue? Why isn't it clicking? Because these great teams. Can you, know, can you know just get it rolling whenever they need to? And the so we also got a problem of they might have too many guys, like they might have too many too many playable players. Right, like 
you've obviously got Trey. You're gonna play Capella. You're gonna play Collins. You're gonna play Gallo. Yeah. And you're gonna play Herder Bogdan. And you're gonna play Herder. Yeah. See, but you've got okay. So we'll. You've got to get Cam Reddish out of there. You got Cam Reddish in there. Get him out. You got Jalen Johnson, who I think is a great draft. You got Onyeka Okungwu. Yeah, Okungwu in there. You got Kevin Herter. Solomon Hill's playing okay. They just drafted Jalen Johnson. Sharif Cooper. Yeah, I just I already said Jalen Johnson. Lou Williams. Like they have too many playable players. If I'm them, if I'm going into my 2K rebuild mode, I'm flipping yeah. two, three guys for a star. And having a big three of Collins and Trey and they actually got a pretty good deal with the five year two hundred twenty five million dollar extension though. Only twenty five million a year for John Collins. He's putting up oh. seventeen and seven. Yeah. No, he's good. See, they could he could have screwed them over by asking for more of a max extension. Yeah, he's a good dude. And that also shows to what the Hawks do have going for them and that is a good culture. Like I, I would say they have a good culture outside of nobody playing defense. Well they also like Love this villain mentality, like what they did with the Knicks last year. Yeah, like they just kind of have that. Yeah, their their team is all on the same page, and you know, mm-hmm. they're they don't care what anybody thinks of them. Yeah, you know, they beat the odds last year, even though they didn't. You know, they didn't make it to the finals, but nobody thought they'd make it that far, and we thought they could take, you know, the the eventual champions to six games. Like, yeah, um, yeah, and that's why I'm excited for this Christmas Day game, is because. This will be. I think this might be the best game. It could be the best game. Just both other teams than do not like other each than other. Heat Warriors. All of New York hates Trey Young. And yeah, Atlanta. that's what I'm saying. I I bet you he goes for 45. He might. I would I I, I would hate that because I I want the Knicks to win this game. See that and that would be cool. The that's weird, like, you know, one of those Christmas Day games. Yo, like Trey dropped 45. Like what? The weird thing about this game is the over under is only two eighteen. Hmm. That's one oh nine per, and you've got. The fourth most scoring team in the league. Yeah, playing, hmm. and if Alec Burks can toss in a couple threes, go that, over. Yeah, over is hitting. Quentin Grimes, quickly. That might be a Loch Ness, dude. Yeah, that, could that be. might be a Loch Ness monster. That looks really good. I feel like yeah. it's really going to depend on who's out when. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why this is so sketchy. If both teams are healthy, then I'm taking the over. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Me too. All right. So, what are your picks? McLean, who you got in this game? Everybody's healthy. I just I don't see the Knicks losing at home on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, they hate this Hawks team. They yeah. might be trying more than the Hawks will. That's right? True. Yeah, they want something to prove. Be like, hey, like come playoff time, we're coming right back at y'all. Julius Randle hopefully will make a shot, and we'll see. I feel the exact opposite. I feel like this Knicks team got a lot worse this year. I think they suck. I think the Hawks are still. A lot better than them. They were a lot better than them last year. Kemba Walker hasn't worked out. Julius Randle got worse. R.J. Barrett got worse. And Evan Fournier sucks. I don't like this Knicks team. Only thing I like about him is Derrick Rose. Yeah. I love Derrick Rose, but you, yeah, R.J. That, went backwards too. Yeah, everybody regressed except for Derrick Rose just staying consistently. Derrick Rose. Yeah, which still isn't even. I mean, it's not you're enough on, to win you a game. You're on an island with this, Mac. That's fine. Bring it on. Yeah, Bing I bong baby. I think big stage Trey's gonna. I I want the Knicks to win, which is why I'm gonna pick against them because this like. I just really dislike Trey Young and the Hawks, and I know they're just gonna be the first game on Christmas Day. I'm gonna be hyped to watch the Knicks play, 
and then they're gonna beat them, and I'm gonna be like, well, you suck. I hope it's a good game. I hope you know. I hope Trey Young you know scores forty because that's just that's... and then loses. I would like that too, yeah. but I'm gonna. I think they're gonna win, and I think it's gonna take them um some effort on defense to win, but. I think they'll probably get it done, and it's I mean it's Christmas Day, so the effort will be there. You know. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to the next game, two thirty. We're going out to our grandparents' house, maybe putting up some presents, walking out the door, and this game comes on. I can't. I don't really remember. You. I feel like it's usually the Celtics play at this time slot. Like yeah. almost every time yeah. the two thirty game, which is a good it's a good time slot. I feel like the Bucks usually play it this time too. They're either that first morning game or the one right after. I got a little exercise we can do. Let's rank the time slots for the NBA Christmas Day games. Like what is your favorite time game time? Okay. I can when we go first? Yeah, you got you can go first. So, no, let's do it let's do it as a whole. Like you go from five up? Um the worst game is obviously the ten thirty game. Yeah, yeah, because it's not, well. Then it's the twenty sixth, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like Christmas, Christmas is over, over, and it's just meh. I'd say next is probably two thirty, and then after that, yeah. it's two thirty because you're moving in and out. You're like you're you know, it's not like you're sitting. Yeah, down. the presents are over. You already finished eating, and like you're kind of in your like after lunch nap. Time. Yeah, kind of. And then I'd say five. Five o'clock. Five o'clock is probably third. It's right in the middle where it is, you know? Right. Just, like, before Christmas dinner kind of deal, so. And then, I mean, let's be honest. Personally, I say 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock second. Yeah. 12 o'clock is the best game. Yeah, 12 o'clock is the best yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, it's the first one you're like, let's go basketball all day, you know? Yeah. Can't beat it. The best, it's just the, the best. one time that the Knicks didn't play. No, they did play. The one I'm thinking of is when they played the Sixers and Joel, like, this was before he was kind of good. Like, he had potential, and then I remember... Like, everyone was like, is this yeah. a sleep? Yeah. yeah. Like, during that the actual trust the process stuff. Yeah. All right, so we got this one at 2.30 on ABC. Bucks celtics Let's go to the stats. Points scored. Wow. Tied for fourth, the Bucks are. Um, celtics are second in the league in th- free throw percentage. Celtic... Uh, Bucks are seventh in the league in a three-point percentage, second in the league in three-pointers made. Holy cow! The Bucks throw in some threes. Well, Giannis can actually like play make, make now. He yeah. can you know shoot two. For He's five. a semi-threat to where they can't just sit. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You know, have Good a ten-foot bubble. Total rebounds. They have to be pretty second. High. Yeah. That, well, I mean, there's a big ass team. But, you know, like, Bobby Portis can shoot. Block shots? Who's getting block shots for y'all? Y'all are sixth in block shots. Bobby Portis, too? Is yeah. A, no, I'm saying Drew Holiday. I uh, know, I'm saying the, Celt- the Celtics. Oh, Celtics? Robert Williams. Rob Grant, Will. Grant, Grant Williams. Grant and Rob. Um, the Williams brothers? Y- yeah, really uh, as much as though. I hate Grant Williams, he's actually having a stellar year. Yeah. Um, Jason's huge. Jason's I'm big. sure he gets some blocks. When when Jalen plays, <laughs> when he's healthy, he's actually a pretty good defensive player. No, he's they're both both of those wings are plus to wing defenders for sure. And, and that would be okay. Know, Marcus Smart's a good defensive player. That's obviously that's crazy that. It's just we can't. Brooke Lopez averages three blocks a game, and Robert Williams averages one point seven. But they are twenty. The Bucks are twenty five in the league in block shots per game, and the Celtics are sixth. 
It's like a just all total, around yeah. Team effort. Yeah. Um, it's in Milwaukee. The line is seven and a half. Seven, sorry, seven. The over under is two thirty three. I'm hammering the under on that. Yeah, and what what scares me is obviously Giannis is is out with COVID, COVID restrictions or whatnot. So he he'll be back before this game. Probably he, he may be. or may not be playing. Which obviously you would I think he went into it two before days the ten days. Yeah, so he should yeah. be back. Um, and same with Bobby Portis. You know, he's they're not saying yeah, yeah, but you know. He, he can make a play every once in a while. And Chris Middleton, as of today, is day-to-day. Um, so is he, is he hurt or has, is in protocol? No, 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 no. He's, he's hurt. He did something. Um, he has a knee, uh, but he's probable for his next game. It's, yeah. a, it's a knee issue. Okay. Well, he should be fine. It's in a week. I'm sure they'll they'll maybe rest a couple days before. Yeah. Okay. I was going to win the Christmas Day game. Yeah. I mean, for me, this game... Right now, everybody healthy is a no-brainer. This the Bucks kind of started off slow, slow, and they're now second in the East and coming. Yeah, they're rolling. They're coming. They're yeah. rolling. I'm picking Bucks, and then and I'm picking Bucks, and, and it might be by twenty. It might be like as a Celtics fan, you have I to can't yeah not you, pick them. This but what okay, what you know if if Jason can score forty. That's a terrible recipe have... for success, you know. Yeah, yeah, like he, they're, they're they're gonna they have a chance to win, but if yeah, that's a lot if to the, bargain if on. If the Bucks big like... three are playing, sadly, I don't think there's any way that the Celtics team can beat them. They haven't lost yet. They obviously just want to yeah. They haven't together. lost yet when they're healthy. That team, the chemistry is is absurd. I don't they're... see that team having championship hangover because Giannis is at the helm and he just wants to win. Yeah, he's like Giannis is probably the, one know, of the be best honest. motivators. Yeah, he's up. He's like really great leader. Yeah, yeah. and well, he's like got that Kobe mentality, yeah. Jordan yeah. mentality. Like I see it in Donovan too. He's just—they're yeah. both winners. Just get Donovan out of Utah. Yeah, or not get Donovan out of Utah. They're playing pretty well too. They're playing really, really well. Yeah, yeah. But, they're oh, like they're playing time. the beautiful game right now. They're playing like they like twenty fourteen. When we Spurs. watched them the other night, I mean, it was, oh my god, it's those fans are great too. Like, yes, there's some issues with racism like said to Russell Westbrook like yeah. I'm not I'm saying they're loud that's all I'm saying right <laughs> I'm not saying they're good people but with that team and then we'll get back to the Christmas Day games you can have an immaculate regular season and then it comes playoff time the game changes a little bit Rudy get or Rudy Gobert cannot get out of the three-point he got cooked by the Clippers last year okay yeah. but just listen to this that's this is something interesting like, to think you about might not ever win we could have, we if it was a year ago today we would be saying the same thing about the Bucks. It only takes one run, one like. That's like, true. Like this time last year, we're saying get Gian, like Giannis. Why did you just sign that extension two days ago? Because I think he signed it on December fifteenth. Yeah, but I remember I was driving to Rebecca's house and I got the tweet from whoever Woj. it was, Woj, and I was like, dude, because at that time I was like, come to the Heat, like yo, no. come on. But at the same time, I don't think you can compare, you know, Rudy Gobert to Giannis. Giannis has obviously proven himself defensive player of the year. No, we're comparing Donovan. But if you look at this team, and even Donovan, Bogdanovich, Mitchell, Gobert, Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley. This team is stacked. Joe Ingles. This team has some guys. They have are, players. This is a championship oh, oh, team. Yeah, they, that's a championship team. But I'm not sure that, you know, 
the leader of whoever it's, it's probably going to be Donovan. I don't know if he can take it to the next level. He can. Like he does. Giannis I mean, did. he has. But bubble Bubble Donovan, we would have 50-point bombs in the playoffs. I'm taking nah. That's something as weird because I don't think Jamal, everybody was I don't, doing that. I don't think Jamal Murray's like that. I think T.J. Warren. I think yeah. Where has he that's been a, since the bubble? That's yeah, but just it's a like, bad example. I feel like I think Donovan's like that too. But like the bubble is just weird. Yeah, but he I, did I it. He does it every time like though. Yeah, yeah, he is playoff like that because he did it his rookie year. He beat prime um, Russ and prime PG yeah. on the Thunder in yeah, six I just, games. I really just, like this Jazz team, but that's all I'm gonna say. All right, well, yeah, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, Manning and I got bucks by um, double digits. You're not allowed to not pick the Celtics. No, though. I'm going to pick the Celtics on the premise that JT goes off. All right. I like that. I mean, yeah. I don't right. I don't blame you for Obviously, it. like... As far as ever playing Christmas could, Day this again. This could all no. just, like, blow in the wind if, if you know, these teams are, are getting COVID and if Giannis isn't back, that changes y'all's pick. If you know, Oh, yeah. If it's, if it's just Drew Holiday, he might not be able to take it over, over JT. True. So... I don't Very exciting it. game. I'm excited to see what happens. All right, let's move on to the next game. All right. Golden State, Phoenix, at Phoenix, 5 o'clock, ABC. Mm-hmm. Let's chat about it. Oof. Clay will not be back. He won't? Yeah, this is no. official as of yesterday. As of Man. yesterday. I'm still going dubs. I'm not. This even just further. They're 1-1 one one against each other this season. Everyone's going to be hype about Clay coming back the next week because he'll be back really soon. I like this Phoenix team. All right, I'm gonna go Dubs as well. Let's go. Because Steph Christmas Day. Steph what? Christmas Day. I think that they're gonna be focused up because it's a Christmas Day game. Will Booker be back? Is he back already? No, he's out. He's still got that hamstring, but it's his potential targeting date is December 21st. Okay, so, so he'll, he'll most he should like, be back. Barring setback, he should be back. Okay. But you never know, he might play, you know, in the game right before Christmas Day game, tweak it. Okay, well, that's with yeah, everybody. But, so. Yeah, I'm still going Steph Christmas Day. I'm predicting a weird game. I'm predicting somebody weird goes off, whether it's Cameron Payne. You're thinking a little Jordan Poole Christmas Day? Or action. a Jordan Poole Christmas Day. That's what I'm thinking. I'm taking the trio, Booker, Paul, Aiton. There's a reason they went to the finals. Yeah, nasty with it. because I, Steph I'm hurt. I'm not picking against Steph Curry on Christmas Day though. Yeah, I'm not either. I just that team they are playing. A, I mean, obviously they're they're 23 and five at this point. They're both. But so is the five. other. Yeah, they're both 23 and five. But I they're both also <clears throat> four winning four of the last five games. Like they're they're just on a. They're both just. I just well. think Steph is on you know a potential MVP run right now. I think also there's just no easy. The fact play. that they were playing that bad. Because Steph got in his head. Well, Steph was just trying to make every three-pointer that he could. Yeah, he, just he got in his head. And now that he's done and out of it, he'll they're going to start rolling again, I think. The fact that they like were playing so bad and still won for their last five. Well, they became one-dimensional because everyone knew if they just kind of guarded the three-point line, that's what they wanted the whole game. Yeah. So, so now just, they're off that. I yeah. think, um, yeah, the Suns have not been playing that well either, but... They barely beat us. They bar- they lost to the Clippers. Clippers are not a good team. By they lost sixteen to they, Clippers. They barely beat yeah, they barely beat the Blazers. And OT. Which is bad. 
The Blazers are yeah. not good. No. They destroyed the Magic, though. Well, yeah. But you mean the Wizards? Or Wizards, yeah. Yeah, but the Wizards are on a downfall. They're not. Yeah, how they're not they started like, off so hot, and now they're yeah. ten and three. Now they're five and twelve, and they're last. What? So would that be seventeen? Yeah. Um. All right. So let's talk about some stats. Wow, these stats. They're gonna be up there for both yeah. teams. Fourth Suns are fourth in points scored. Warriors third. Field goal percentage. Suns second. Warriors third. Three, three point percentage. Suns seventh. Warriors fifth. This is where we get a little different. We got Suns 26th in three-point shots made, and Warriors fourth. Total rebounds, Warriors third. Whoa. Assists, Warriors first. Turnovers, the Warriors turn the ball a lot over their 29th. And then assist turnover ratio, Suns are third in the league. Yeah. I mean, the, those are some great... They've got... It just shows both teams pass the ball, both teams rebound, and they score. Well, if you look at... Also, if you just look at the overall general defensive ratings, Warriors are one. Mm-hmm. And guess who else is one? They're tied at one. Really? Yeah. At, at Right now, currently. And then Brooklyn's three, yeah, which, which is surprising. Is, yeah, that is surprising. That defensive rating is shocking to me. I, I'm surprised at how well Steph is playing defense. I think, yeah. he, I think he took a step up from his previous years. He has just, to. Just that team in general is playing really good defense. I they're, would, they're number one in the league in defensive rating. Yeah, I would probably say that Phoenix is a better defensive team. You have a big man like Aiton and Chris Paul. Um, but then I would also say that the Warriors are a better offensive team, and they can blow up at any yeah. point in time with Steph. Yeah. So Steph starts pulling very, from very 30, and it's Chris over. Paul is not going to guard that man. Quickly. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Warriors. <clears throat> I also love Steph; like he's my favorite athlete. So I'm picking him Christmas Day. Yeah, I, I gotta go Warriors. Just I think that Steph will have a, a hopefully a high scoring game. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm going Suns. <laughs> All right, um, on to the eight o'clock game. My two least favorite teams in the league, besides the Hawks. Um. I hope LeBron has a good game. You don't got to worry about it. Is you know, well, even though I'm not a big LeBron guy, God, I, hope I just do He scores not zero like points this. and is healthy. I hope he scores zero points and goes over ten from just running everywhere. I hope he has a cardio game. He that that embarrasses himself on live television. I just really don't Kami. like this. Um, I don't like this Brooklyn team at all. I think they're just weak. I don't like the way they you know you team up. And then you still struggle, like they should. Well, it's really not Kevin's fault. Kevin's playing amazing. It's James Harden's fault. He can't figure things out. He's still kind of out of shape. He's very out of shape still. He can't. Yeah. He should have stayed in Houston. Yeah. All right. Probably the not line for this game is Lakers by one and a half. I'm taking it. Manning is a big LeBron fan, so he's gonna go Lakers. We already knew that. Um. Are we just going to ignore the fact that LeBron's averaging 30-7 and seven over the last 10 games, or is that just... I mean, this. I mean, he just got bailed out by Austin Reeves, so... After throwing up and not hitting any part no, of the rim? No, he hit the backboard. He, he yeah, he hit, he hit the I side said any of, part of the rim. That's pathetic. The backboard. He, 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 he gets, missed it by He makes feet. one logo three, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm like that, and then starts chunking. He is like that, though. He's not. He cannot hit logo threes consistently. Well, he's, he, he that wasn't from the logo. Only step can. Yeah. No, only. he pulled up from the logo once. 
and bricked it. He didn't hit any Regardless, part of the rim in the last two minutes of the game. What is he doing? Yeah, if, if who does he think he is? He thinks he's LeBron James. No, he, bro, he's he can't shoot like that. Don't be that. I'm not saying he can shoot from the that logo consistently, but that was a horrendous he, game. Watching one, watching the Mavs just you know implode. Yeah, in the I mean, last shooting 35 percent from the three. I mean, it's pretty average. I'm pretty saying average. he can't shoot from the logo like he thinks he can. Oh, I don't think he can either. All right. Stats, War, uh, Lakers 4th in points per game. Field goal percentage, Lakers 6th, Nets 4th. Free throw percentage, Nets are 1st, Lakers are 28th. Um, any other top 10 stats? Assists, Nets are 6th. Uh, assists to turnover ratio, Nets are 7th. Block shots, Lakers are 4th. That's what you get when you got AD. Okay. Why do the Lakers <laughs> suck this year? Anthony... Davis and LeBron's health issues. Yeah, LeBron. And it's not possibly LeBron's Russell fault. Westbrook. Well, it's not his fault that it's he's the old big three. and he can't and he's three, not six, been oh. healthy. Other than this past ten games, I think that it's solely on Anthony Davis. He's sucked. He's shooting sixteen percent, basic or eighteen percent from the three this year. That is so I mean, bad. He's playing terrible, and he shoots a ton. His stats, if you just look at them, are fine. Twenty four and ten, but eighteen percent from the three is inexcusable. Yeah, if he hits actual, if I mean, he's playing with too much weight up. too, though. Like he bulked up, and I like okay. This is he's what still made afraid me th- of contact. Though. This is what made me think of it. I'm on my Spurs Twitter, and all all my Spurs buddies are saying, "Ha, we're laughing, ha ha ha." They were comparing Anthony Davis to Tim Duncan. That's sad. That's pathetic. Like he went the opposite way of what Tim Duncan did. When Tim Duncan started getting up there in age, 80s 28. Like he's still fairly young, but for a big man, I mean, well, Tim Duncan slimmed down. This is exactly. This that's what that's what AD should have done. He should have just stayed at the same or stayed at the same height. He put on a lot of muscle this offseason. They have Dwight Howard for that. Yeah. They got they got Dwight for that. Like you also Keeping you also mobile. have a lot of muscle and you have LeBron James like you don't, it's not like. But at the same time, if you're gonna play, you're a small team. Like center, sometimes if you're, I mean, if that, if you're gonna play center, he needs to have the weight so he doesn't get hurt. Not, every not in this NBA. I honestly think that true. him being able to knock down the three was like insanely crucial to them winning the championship when they that did. That is a yeah. good point. Yeah. And now, point. if you're shooting 18 percent from the three, it's like one of those things where I'm not, I'm not closing out on you if you're shooting 18 percent. That's a great point. Yeah, and. He's put on this muscle, but it also feels like he's just taking these 17 elbow jumpers and just missing them. No, well, he takes them all the time, but he normally makes them. Even when he has a fader, he, he used to be it's, just That's the product of putting it. up too much muscle. Your Maybe shot he's goes. having having a, a Giannis you know, ordeal where, yeah, you're bigger, you can take some hits, get a little bit more physical, but you lost your shot. Yeah, and when you put on that much muscle, it, it gets harder to because you just lose your fluidity. In and your shooting. flexibility and everything. Yeah. Everything, you have to kind of reset. I wouldn't say that it's all on Anthony Davis. I think Russell Westbrook. That trade is terrible. It's just, I just, he's not, like, yeah, you can average a triple-double for your career, but when you have 11 turnovers and 48 minutes, like, what are you doing? I I also get that, like, you look up, you look at the stats and, oh, like, he's so good at putting up stats. He's been like that his whole career. Like, the argument for Russell Westbrook is all the Russell Westbrook fans are like, okay, you say he sucks, but look, he's averaging a triple double. He's averaging this. He's averaging that. Like, if I you think though, if you watch basketball, 
And you cannot his... and know anything. You can't tell me that that trade was a good trade. I don't think it was a good trade, but I'm just giving them some slack since they've been playing better. I'm. I don't know. Do you, do you think he gets traded at the deadline? No, no, he won't get traded okay. at the deadline because well, no one's gonna take him. In their last, not for the value that they want for in him. In their last four games, they've played Dallas. They should have lost that game. They played Orlando. Didn't even win. They won by twelve. They played Oklahoma City. And they blew them out. Memphis. Yeah. They lost to Memphis. But, wow. But I without mean, Jaw. And they lost by thirteen. Now, I don't know who was playing in that game or whatnot. So, but I mean, they as much as like I hate saying that, like, oh, you sh- they should be two and three in their last five, like, because if Kristaps and Kleber don't fight for that ball on the same team, then they yeah. lose a the game. But they, they did, won the and game they lost Luke is in the game. Okay, but just this is the kind of thing that makes this trade like terrible. So against the Thunder, a terrible team, he scores eight points. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he's not trying. It's Russell Westbrook. He, he, tries he played every... 33 minutes that game. He probably the following game, he scored shots. nine points. You can't yeah. have those games for how much he's getting paid. And then he'll come back with a 75% from the floor, 23-point game. But, like, those don't really make up for it. Yeah. His... Especially when, like, say say we were watching, we were all watching that Dallas game. Say he, that shot from the corner, it was the most stupid shot that he could He happened take. to make it, though. He happened to make it. I know. Say he misses that. Well, then it's over. Yeah. Like, he he can't, he got lucky and made that shot because he's a terrible shooter. He's well, terrible. he knows that. And because two possessions earlier, he was wide open, passed it, and they got another three from it. So why would he take that trying to be the hero? Like, I'm just saying. Just his confidence. He can't be doing that. I know. He's got the irrational confidence. His, Which helps him helped him be good, very it, good player in the NBA. But you can't be doing that when you have LeBron on the team. When you have LeBron and AD, well, you have great shooters like you have Mello. Mello's a great shooter. Give it to him. Mello's a great shooter. Give it to Austin Reeves. No. over over Russell. Well, he's Westbrook. a rook. I'm not. I'm not giving him the ball. He had one big shot. See, and this is the this is my issue with the Lakers is they gave away those role players. They gave away are good. Well, they're playing. They Kuz, were playing really well. Kuzma's actually good. Kuzma is playing well. KCP. Played well, like he was part of the reason the Lakers won the championship. He would just knock down those threes every time, and then Harrell, he wasn't on the team and they won the championship. But but he, he's still a great role player. Yeah, yeah. and he had they some gave physicality to take away. From they gave them up and a pick for Russ. Like they need depth, what they very much don't have. Austin Reeves, yeah, you had a great shot. Like I'm happy for you, but yeah. But I, I, that's, I that's not that can't carry the load when there were champagne you know. celebrating after. Yeah, that's that's it's kind of that's sad. Yeah, that team I don't think has a shot at the title this year, even with LeBron. Just the way they're playing. I mean, I'm not ready to say that. Just yeah. Okay, maybe they turn around in the last 50 games, but they're not playing like they have a shot yeah, right now. Whatever is going on now, like Russell Westbrook, his last 10 games. See, m- with my trying- luck. I'm so happy that they're playing bad, and I'm ready for LeBron to be done. But he's just not done. Like Manning said, he's playing so well in the past 10 games. He's 37 on December 31st. I mean, yeah, that's old. He's old, but he's still good. One one of these days, he's going to start playing. I don't want him to get hurt. Like I don't ever want anyone to get hurt. People said he's, he was going to start declining when he was 30, and that was seven years ago. Yeah, he's insane. It's remarkable and cool that we get to watch, but... I really just want him to stop beating my teams. (laughs) 
Anyway, right. so I've got Lakers. Y'all two have Nets. Yeah, we got Nets. Yeah. I just I KD Christmas Day. Yeah, I don't see. I mean, Kevin Durant not scoring over thirty-five, and I don't see Russell Westbrook scoring over twenty without having five turnovers. Yeah. So. L.A. is going to be a spectacle, though. That'll be cool to watch. Like, I'm excited to watch that game. Cause I think we'll, I think the Lakers are just going to show up for a, an 8 o'clock Christmas Day game. I think it's just they're going to have to show up. In the crypto arena? That's what I'm saying, though. I don't... Well, in the crypto arena. Wow. In the crypto arena. Shout That's, out, Russ. Shout out, Russ. Yeah. All right. Next. Jazz hosting the Mavericks at 10.30. I think we might be the only people watching this game other than maybe... Cam, <laughs> um, shout out Cam on ESPN. We got the lines at uh, Jazz favored by five. Uh, Over unders yeah. two twenty four. I, I I just wonder if Luke is going to be back. Even if he's back, I, mean, I know I was I was hating on on this Jazz team a little bit, but not for Christmas Day game. I just don't know if they have what it takes to how make it through the Western Conference. How vibey is it going to be? To like go to twenty three degrees Salt Lake City in the snow, like oh, I'd so put on a Donnie Mitch jersey, like yeah, I would love that's it. That's a cool like, cool place. Well, just because I'm not Salt Lake City itself, but like the mountains and the nature surrounding. Oh, it, and Utah beautiful. is just gorgeous, especially in Christmas when they're like all snow capped mountains. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a cool game. I, Hopefully, they like show the little outside views of the mountains. Oh, like pregame. Yeah, they should. Um, but I. You know, I think all three of us should be, you know, all realizing that this Mavericks team is terrible this year. Even with Luka. Because he's, he's so out of shape. On. And ESPN's he admitted uh, that, though. Basketball Power Index has Utah at 87.3% chance to win. All right, well, let's let's it's talk just, about this for a second, when though. Do you see yes, that? I know. It should be 50 Christmas Day. So day. we're going to switch it and say that if the. If the Mavs had not choked that game against the Lakers, they both grab that rebound and go down, then they the Mavs have won four out of their last five. Which is good. And this is without Luka a lot of This is games. without this is all without Luka. Yeah, those four games were without him. All five of these games have been without Luka. So Yeah, but look who they played. Memphis, oh my OKC, Charlotte. This team this Jazz Boston, team is insane. Yeah. Let's talk about the stats. Point score, Jazz are first. Mm-hmm. Field goal percentage, Jazz are first. Three-point percentage, Jazz are third. Three-point shots made, Jazz are second. Total rebounds, Jazz are fourth. That's ridiculous. The good thing about the Mavs is, well, you have Luka Doncic, and that's why they are first in turning the ball over in a good way. Like That means they don't turn the ball <laughs> yeah. over a lot. Um, block shots, Jazz are eight. Like, this Jazz team is good. Donovan averaging 24, 25, really. That's and Gobert averaging fifteen. Gobert, <laughs> I like saying his name like that. It's funny. Gobert, two blocks as well. Okay, K KP is playing better. Yeah, not like, well, like, but better. Like I said, but in the games that Luca has been out, he's played like a true star. He stepped up. I don't know. About Can we call him not a true star? <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, he's not scoring thirty-five. I think not he's, a, he's he's playing at a better value than he used to be. He, the he's playing at the value like, that he's, he was traded for. He's not a role player, but he's somewhere in between a star and a role player right now. But he can't but, be your second option. No, he's never. He will never be but, that. But though. that's why they've played so well. Kyrie for KP, these, please. These, up. No, well, 
That would be great. That Brooklyn team would probably benefit from that. I mean, definitely because he doesn't play for them. All yeah, the, like, and then all the Kyrie spacing, can play in Texas. But so. like all the spacing for that Nets team, like they would just have a bunch of shooters. But then you have James Harden and KD who can get inside and score. KD can score from anywhere on this planet. But that I, you know that actually might be a pretty good trade. That's what I'm saying. All it right. won't happen though. Yeah. No. Kyrie for KP would not happen. All right. Um, what are y'all's picks for the game? Jazz. Jazz. I'll go Jazz as well. Yeah. I, I want to pick the Mavs because I love Luka. I'm a huge Luka fan, but the Jazz are literally playing 2014 Spurs basketball right now, and it's it's beautiful. They're going to destroy. Those fans are loud. Um, yeah, they. That's a, that'd be a cool team to play for Christmas Day. Yeah, just because it's like cold and snowy and Utah. <clears throat> they do. I hope they wear good jerseys. Honestly, like I love. I want Christmas them to wear Day. those purple ones. Yeah, I just like I I like watching Christmas Day with the good jerseys. Like, it's just that just makes it better. Obviously, it doesn't change the basketball, but for the viewer standpoint, you got to have the you know the cool jerseys. And if they wear those white ones, I'm gonna be kind of mad. Not gonna lie. Nah, the. I hope they wear the, the purple white or the blue ones. Uh, yeah, just the white jazz ones don't don't do it for me. But. All right. Well, that concludes all the Christmas Day games, um, and and that being said, that concludes our podcast, the first episode. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, we will be back next week with a new episode, so stay tuned. And we hope all of y'all have a very merry Christmas out there, merry and Christmas, happy guys. and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah.